You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We picked up yesterday with the question of writing, and the third Mishnah began, Hakotev Shte Otiot, Bain B Minor, Bain B Smaller, someone who writes two letters, whether his right or whether with his left. And this idea of writing two letters runs right through the rest of this chapter. So we're going to pick up on Mishnah 4, and it starts exactly the same way. Hakotev Shteotiot, someone who writes two letters. We learned yesterday that the minimum quantity of, the, the minimum number of letters one has to write in order to bring a sin offering is two. Two is a critical, uh, it's a critical quantity. Once we've written two letters, we have a word. Or we have an ability to match together two beams from the Mishkan. So Hakotev Shteyotiot, someone who writes two letters. Behelem Echad Chayav. In one state of unawareness, someone forgot it was Shabbat and wrote two letters. And at the end of the chapter, the chapter will close on someone who wrote in two states of unawareness. He forgot it was Shabbat, he wrote a letter. And then he remembered maybe, and then in, maybe in the afternoon he he forgot again and he wrote a letter. And we're going to deal with that case at the end of the chapter. So it, if you like that, it, that case is the mirror image of this case, which comes exactly halfway through the chapter. And then we have a list of a list of a list of, of dyes or, or materials. Katav, Bidio, Busam, Basikra, Bakomos. In any, if he wrote with ink, with there's a whole the, the translations of these things are not necessarily clear, but it would definitely uh, do is ink. Some can be poison, but it seems to be paint here. Sikra is some kind of red paint. In Gittin, in the story of the destruction of the Jerusalem, there's a terrorist called Abba Sikra, father of. Father, maybe he had red paint on his face or something. Abasikra, the father of red paint. But komos, komos is gum from a tree. Maybe they used to make, um, put a dye into the gum of the tree. Kankantom is a Greek word which Wikipedia translates as blue vitriol. It's something that we seem to know today. It's a blue dye. And then the Mishnah concludes with anything that makes marks, basically anything permanent. And in fact, there's a parallel Mishnah in Gittin, which I brought on your source sheet. Second chapter of Gittin, just outlining what you can use to write a get. And it's exactly the same list of stuff. Ink, paint, red paint, gum, blue vitriol. And then that Mishnah closes. Anything that is permanent. So basically, we write with something which is permanent, chayav, for a sin offering. And and then we're going to talk about where we write it. Well, okay, what about al shnei What if we wrote it on two walls, but they meet in a corner? Ve'al shnei luchot pinkas, two boards of a writing tablet. They can be read together. And the Mishnah says chayav. We'll learn the opposite of all of these cases in a minute. Someone who writes on his flesh is liable. In England, people always used to say you could uh, write a check on a cow. Uh, you know, you can write, and, and in fact, the Mishnah in Gitin explains, by the way, you can write a get on a cow. 
as provided you can give the cow to the providing you can hand over the cow. Hamsaret albasor. If you scratch on yourself, this is more like um, more like tattoo. Rabbi Eliezer Machayev Chatat. Rabbi Eliezer says it will make him liable. Rabbi Yoshua Poter. Um, uh, sorry, the Hebrew the Hebrew text here says Rabbi Yoshua Poter. I'm sorry, I didn't notice this. And the translation from from Sapphira says the sage is exempt. The commentary says the sage is exempt. I think Rabbi Yoshua probably is a variant text here. You have to write in the normal way of writing to be chayav. And the Mishnah is then going to going to explain uh, the opposite cases. So, katav mashkin. By the way, the opposite cases are also are also quoted in Gittin. So, Gittin in Gittin we have the list of um, inks that work and the list of inks that don't work, like liquids or fruit juice and stuff that is not permanent. And our Mishnah then carries on with the same list. Katafa mashkin, b'mei perot. What if you, we write with liquids or with fruit juice or on the dust of the road or on writer's powder? This is powder that's, you know, if you're a traditional software, there's black powder going all over the place, right? You use this powder to, to, to write with. Or anything that doesn't last. Patur. Kol davar kayem patur. Anything that doesn't last, we're exempt. Maybe you draw a, um, maybe you draw two letters on the sand in the beach, for example. It doesn't last, you're exempt, at least from drawing, from writing. with the back of his hand, beraglo, befiv, uvmar pakto, with the back of his hand, with his foot, with his uh, mouth, with his elbow. We've seen this Mishnah before, actually. We've seen it when we were learning about carrying. Remember when we learned about carrying, we said, look, if we carry something in a backhanded manner with a foot, with a mouth, with an elbow, and then the Mishnah there, it's in the, um, it's actually the 10th, it's the 10th chapter, 6th Mishnah. Then he went on to say in his ear, in his hair, in his belt, he's he's not chayav. And we're repeating this, we seem to be repeating this this list here, with the back of his hand, with his foot, in any unusual way. If you wrote a letter near a written text, this is a really interesting one. Katav ot achat samuch lichtav. So we haven't written two letters, but we've written one letter next to another letter that's already written on a text. Or uchtav al Maybe we wrote on top of another letter. Or nit kaven lichtov chet vekatav shnei shnei Maybe we intended to write a chet. A chet looks like two zines. We ended up writing two zines, so we wrote two letters, but we intended to write one. Or maybe echad ba'aritz vechad ba'kore. Maybe we wrote a letter on the ground, another on a beam. Or maybe we wrote on two walls, two boards of a. Um, Two boards of a writing tablet, but they can't be read together. Or maybe, um, yes, that's the last example. Patur, he's exempt. All of these examples are all the opposite of the examples in the previous Mishnah, and were Patur. Katav ot achat notarikon. Notarikon is a Greek word, and it seems to mean. Well, it's an abbreviation or it's a shorthand. I've translated it here as shorthand. Um, 
clearly it, it, there's a clear clear relationship with the Greek, you know, with today's word in English notary, which is derived from Greek. Notary con is a Greek word meaning to make notes. Katav ot achat notary con. So we've only got one letter, but it means a whole word. So maybe R for rabbi, or kuf for kara, or aleph for amar. Rabbi Yoshua ben Betera Mechayev. Rabbi Yoshua ben Betera says he's liable for Chachamim Potrin, and the sages exempt him. So what about the case then? What about the case of someone who writes two letters in two stages of unawareness? So this is where the chapter will close. And we've learned before when we were learning all the halachot of Truma and Maser that awareness and intention are incredibly important as part of the halacha. And here we're going to find it as well. Someone who writes two letters in two states of unawareness. So at each point, he's failed to reach the critical mass required to bring a chatat. It may be in the morning he forgot it was Shabbat, and he wrote. And in the afternoon, he forgot it was Shabbat, and he wrote. And the Mishnah spells it out, actually. One in the morning and one at twilight. Rabban Gamliel Mechayev. Rabban Gamliel would make him liable. For Chachamim Potrin. And the sages would exempt him. And of course the Halakha, the halakha goes according to the sages in, in this case. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.